back to Talking Tens with Michaela Curtis and Kinsey Robing on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Talking Tens, 402-464-5685. Sutter Hammond text line, we're live. The video streams are up, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and the Twitter. Twitter live. You're on Twitter live. Look at I'm you just go. cool now. Look, at, I know. As you said, you didn't choose this life. This life chose you. <laughs> if we had said a year ago that, hey, you're going to have your own radio show, you're going to be a coach, a college coach, <laughs> what would you have said? I don't know because I really didn't want to think much about anything when it came to this year because I got to see senior my senior season play out so I kind of knew what to expect for my super senior season um did that go as you planned it or expected it to which one senior or super senior super senior um it went good it definitely made me feel like that's why I was supposed to come back it just made me appreciate my time a little more just because I was like I really know this is what I want to do and I'm glad that I had an extra chance to do it I think I'm a little I mean every everybody wishes that they could go back in time I I wish that I came in freshman year as good as I was senior year so that I could build off of it and be four or five times better could you have 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 gotten the coaching gig would you have felt comfortable a year ago without the super senior year I don't think so Right, so I mean, the value of this thing is is yeah. multifold. Yeah, especially because I don't think that I was ready. I mean, everybody says this. I'm I wasn't ready to grow up, because when you're in college, I mean, especially when you're in college athletics, everything is still handed to you. Mm-hmm. You have lunch and dinner. You have a everything is planned out. You have a schedule, um, and I think I for sure was not willing. And I think that's why I was grateful when I when they gave us the option to come back for another year I had already known for my senior night senior night not super senior night but my senior night the my fourth year I had already known that that wasn't going to be my you know last meet in Devaney um so I just I don't know I, I think just being able to appreciate the things but also knowing that I had a year to grow would would be the what I would say what did you have to work on as a person not not just as an athlete, but as a person. Would you have to work? Because well, here's the thing. They plan for you as an yeah. athlete. They can't plan for you as a person. Well, <laughs> I also think that what was interesting after I ended up, you know, I had talked about getting, you know, this coaching job, but it wasn't definite. It wasn't, you know, written in anywhere. Um, I, <laughs> the coaches were like, Okay, so if if there was like a little, I'm trying to think if I want to say this. So yes, you like you know I'm a little hot headed, a little hard headed. Um, so when things, not necessarily didn't go my way, but when things were, okay, fine, guess not going my way. Mm-hmm. Um, I would kind of have to stop, and then one of the coaches, especially the volunteer coach, especially because she's closer to my age, she was kind of like, hey, if you had a, if you're my position right now, if you're a coach. How would you defuse the situation? How would you coach them? How would how would you do it if you were in your shoes? And I think that 
by being able to actually be, yes, okay, I, I am coaching now. I'm going to be doing this in a few weeks when I was still um, on the team and, you know, still competing and stuff like that. I think that helped really change the perspective. Is that necessary? Does that is that helpful to have somebody as a liaison, a graduate liaison who is close enough to what your your existence is, but separated from it? I think sometimes it can get lost okay. because they can be. It, I mean, I'm assuming they're close to our age. Mm-hmm. Um, our graduate assistant, our volunteer coach, uh, was my age is my age we're the same age but she graduated two years ago Mm -hmm. um so she's had two more years experience of being out of the sport but still you know being tied into it um it was hard because people saw her as yes she has the coach title but then it's hard because hey why is she telling us what to do or why is she making up our assignments because she's my age um, but I mean, a lot of people, it, it wasn't like that for very long. I think it was like that right when she first got there, just because we never had, well, not never. I don't want to say that we had girls that were close to our age, but this was a new girl who had just, you know, graduated college and she's trying to take her experience, do what she can with it. And I think that, um, it kind of, it took us a while, but definitely the second year that she was here, you could tell that our trust was way well, better. Well, that's the word trust. Yeah. That like, that's. Through, for all coaches, yeah. for all boundary, for all leadership, trust is the big thing. Yeah. So how long did it take her? You said uh, that second year was the – but what was it that made you trust her? Um, I think once I – once I kind of bought into the process. So when she taught me my floor routine, I was not having it. I was again being a little hard-headed I was just like no I don't like it I don't like this I don't like that and I was being specifically picky with this one because I was like hey this is the last ever floor routine I'm gonna have that you're gonna have to choreograph I want it my vision it wasn't lining up obviously it's still the summer like I haven't had any training with it or any anything with it um so I wasn't trusting the process with her I think I was a little a little more hard-headed when it came to that process than a few of the other girls, just because I was kind of like, you're my age. It's hard for me to accept that you're telling me what to do. And they didn't know any better. Yeah. The younger athletes don't know any, they don't right. know what they don't know. Right. So there are fewer bad habits to break. There are fewer belief systems to break. There are fewer tendencies to right. break. So, yeah. But now that you understand yeah. you, that's exactly what you're walking into. Yeah. Is that you're going to have to earn your student athletes trust. <laughs> And the word that people use the most when it comes to trust is consistency. Mm -hmm. The emotional part gets you in trouble. Yeah. The consistent part gets you out of trouble. Well, and it's like one thing that I, especially like looking on Twitter and Twitter is like really big for me when it comes to like not finding out stuff, but you find out a lot when it comes to Twitter and the gymnastics world um, speaks their minds a lot on Twitter and you know there's a lot of stuff going on with like new hires and stuff like that and I'm reading all of these things and and people are talking about said coach here and said coach there and how things would have been better if he or she did this or if he or she did that like you're you're never going to be able to please everybody but I know one thing for me I love to relate to people I my love language is gifting stuff like I 
I, if I'm able to write you a letter or do something like that's very much me. Um, and I just know that what I want to walk into is just letting them know that yes, I am young. I, I just walked out of it. I'm closer to their age than the head coaches. Um, but I want them to know that like, if no matter what, like I had to kind of give trust to Heather, um, Mm -hmm. being, you know, the only woman on staff, um, she ended up being my second mother. You know, if I had a problem, she pulled me, uh, like pulled me away and she was like, okay, what's wrong? Like she could tell instantly. And I think that one thing that I want to carry over is if you guys are having problems or if the girls are having issues, blah, 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 whatever, like I want to be a comfort zone, which I know there's a fine line between you like being too comfortable when it comes to that, because like you want to be obviously not the upper hand, but upper hand rather than a friend. You you have to meet people where they are. Yeah. So to get them to where they're supposed to be. Right. But. There's no difference. Yeah. There's no difference. You just mentioned that she was the only uh, she was the only official coach, mm-hmm. female coach, on the staff. Does that matter? No, I think. Okay, so we had a few girls come from. Uh, I think it was a D three school. I'm, they just transitioned to D one. Uh, Lindenwood. Um, there are two girls who used to be on the Nebraska team when I was there. So it was super weird. My senior night, we competed against Lindenwood. They were on the team with me, and here I am competing my senior night with them. Um, so that was a little weird, but they have an all-female staff. And I asked her, I, I asked one of the girls, I was like, how, like, is it weird? And she's like, no. And I was like, but how does spotting work? Because ultimately, like. Trust. Well, that, and like, <laughs> to me, yeah, like, just. I think that if I saw a guy, I'd be more willing to have him spot me just because I know he's stronger he he's able to kind of maneuver me wherever if I make a mistake he can bump me can push me can do whatever to save me and to save him not that I'm not saying that girls can't do that I'm just saying it it looks easier and it looks more natural for a guy to help and a lot of the club training yes are men right we do have a caller too by the way so we can take that we can take it we'd have to be short but just so you guys know let's take it hello yeah you're on ticket weeknights go ahead (laughs) We know that voice. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt you guys. No, this look, this is yours. I'm interrupting you guys. This is your conversation. <laughs> I'm just hanging out because you're not here. How are you? We miss you. I'm good. This is weird. I've just been like listening in. <laughs> well, that's okay. Well, then here's what we'll do, Kendi, if you don't mind. Let's sort the break, yeah. and then we'll come back, and we'll we'll do the last segment, and it's just it's it'll be the three of us. Okay, perfect. Wait, do I stay on or do I hang up? Stay on. You can stay on and <laughs> okay. listen to our commercials. You'll understand what the listeners are going through now. <laughs> okay. All right, that, that's Kenzie Roby. She will join us next here on Talking Ted's.